Hello everyone, it's Kate from Zen Stitching and I'm back for the second time to try and connect with uh, Victoria from La Creative Mama. I'm going to click my um, uh, invite to see if we can get her connection to come up. chatting behind the scene we've got people joining in again thank you so much everybody for your patience and joining back in again um i have no idea but my my little phone is being really quite um interesting today it won't let me find uh victoria at yet at the same time when i get out of the chat it pulls it up so um, I'm hoping that Victoria will be able to um, pop in on the live another way. Uh, I've just sent her a message to see if that she can get in that way as well. And um, there we go. Victoria to join us. So I'm hoping she will be with us any moment now. And whilst we've got everybody popping in, um, so this is the second day of, we've got 10 days of chatting with, um, chatting with artists who are all part of the Making Zen online retreat. Uh, today, Victoria is joining us and hey, okay. connects. <laughs> Good. Hello. Sorry, no, I'm a little you? bit tech challenged sometimes. <laughs> no worries. Oh, no, I am too. Kids, <laughs> I do the slow crafting thing, you know. <laughs> so do you, but yeah. That's right, yeah. Practicing a lot of Zen right now, that's for sure. <laughs> but it's very lovely. We have um, lots of lovely people joining us today and they've been very helpful with guiding me through the process. I, I don't know what, what that was, but my, my oh. little phone wouldn't connect to your Instagram handle. So yeah. it just wasn't recognizing well, it. But anyway, we've, we sorted it and you're here and yeah, I'm delighted to see you. The same, so it's, um, it's an evening for you, right? That's right, yeah, well, and no, super early it's, for it's you this morning. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, but it's just a very, very cloudy kind of autumn day. So, yeah, it looks really dark outside at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, I just love it. So I'm, I'm chatting with you from Nova Scotia, and I'm Australian by birth, and you're based in New Zealand, but you're also yes, from, um, is it South yeah, I'm from America by birth? And I moved here, gosh, like 27 <gasps> years now. Um, so yes, I've got one one foot on each continent or islands, New Zealand, you know, the two islands, I'm in the North Island. Um, <laughs> yes, so it's been like a life journey, you know, um, as you can relate to, yeah. Yeah, yes. They they kind of do. And um, do 
is is the connection between New Zealand and South America quite good, or do you have to go another way, like well, to, we used to, to fly have there? A direct transpolar flight for pretty much up until the pandemic, but unfortunately, in twenty twenty, they stopped that flight. Oh. So now we have we do take the transpolar one, but we do Auckland Chile rather than Auckland Buenos Aires. So it's kind of made it a little bit longer and more ah. tricky. But we, look, I'm happy we still have like a Southern Hemisphere one. Otherwise, you would need to go through San Francisco or LA, you know, and then just go down that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I was wondering, which would make it such an yeah. arduous journey if you yeah, had to go no. up and then back down hopefully, again. Hopefully things yeah. go back to normal, little okay. by little, I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. Well, Victoria, you join us today because you are an expert yeah. in natural dyeing. And I see you've got a whole plethora of natural dye things around you. I'd love to know, oh, well, what are you going to share in your workshop? And I'd love to know how you got started natural dyeing. So all these questions so you can choose where you wish to. Okay. <laughs> so it's, on the it's quite relevant what we were talking before because, you know, being an immigrant in a new country, and I, so I, I trained as a fashion designer in Argentina and in London. I went to London College of Fashion for a while there. And then I ended up in New Zealand. So I, I've always worked in the fashion industry. We're talking almost, you know, 30 years ago. So little by little, I got into fashion sustainability as that sort of became more, you know, I was more aware mm -hmm. of what was happening in the industry. So little by little, I got started in the whole sustainability aspect of things and I became a fashion sustainability lecturer here in New Zealand. And, um, and at the same time, I part of my academic research, but also part of me as a person, I was trying to look for ways to connect with New Zealand, just to create those sort of like that sense of belonging, you know, being in a new country. And the way I did that because of my profession probably was uh, start creating color with the plants that I had around me, you know, in my neighborhood. And that, you know, that kind of like started the whole journey of, um, you know, naturally dyeing my, my fabrics and my yarns. And then I took it one step further mm -hmm. and I started looking mm -hmm. for prints that I could get from those leaves and flowers. And, you know, that's kind of like, this is what I'm teaching in the workshop, how to, you know, create prints in particular on socks because you know vetus is so useful and yeah. and then it evolved into <laughs> okay now that i know how and i was teaching all these things at you know tertiary level one you know once i knew how to get color that was bright and lasted um, and the same with prints it's like okay how can we use this knowledge to start you know, creating, you know, handmade gifts and um, upcycling. Upcycling is a big one. So this, this t-shirt that I've got at the moment, this mm -hmm. is an old, mm -hmm. you know, it was like really, you know, it was a white t-shirt, but then, you know, you wash it like 30 times and you use it and it becomes a little bit like, you know, beige color. So how to, you know, how to create new items <laughs> with old ones. Yeah. And um, so mm -hmm. these, are the, these are the socks that you will be learning how to, print with me at the in case summit and um these are all made so those are birch leaves which i've got lots of birch trees in my neighborhood around here and these are little marigold petals um 
And the other thing that I had to work out, these are other salts that I've done with, um, these are Coreopsis flowers. Um, the other thing that I had to work as well, because New Zealand, you know, we have four very defined seasons, is how could I do this with my students during those four seasons? So of course, then, you know, once you get into this, mm. it's just, just, I don't know, it's like a, you get a little bit obsessed. And so then I started growing my own flowers and then I started harvesting the flowers and, you know, harvesting leaves around the neighborhood and just drying them for winter. So that's, you know, at the moment I've got my little oak leaves and they are, oh, are no, this yeah. is, these are liquid embers. They are all ready to go for the for the winter months, the same with my coreopsis. Because if you have other in your home or in your neighborhood, they are quite prolific during the summer months. And there's no way you can use all these things during summer. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. I, it's wonderful to see how you store your um, dried goods, particularly yeah. in a lovely box like that. I've kind of, you know, you dry them between papers, but putting them in, in beautiful um, containers so that you can appreciate yeah, them as well. That's a lovely idea. So these ones, these ones you would use <laughs> to make this kind of solid <laughs> color, right? Because you don't need, you just need the dye extraction from these ones. But with these ones, you really mm -hmm. want, I'll show you, you really want the actual print. Let me show you one print in which you can see um, an oak. And open here. You want that actual defined print. See here, look. This one. See that one here. That is a winter mm. oak leaf. Mm. So uh -huh. for eco printing, the main thing is, um, as I teach in the workshop, you will have. You're going to be sandwiching the leaves and the flowers between two layers of fabric. Um, and that's when you get that mm -hmm. flat, defined, you know, print there. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's an actual flower. So the flower will get squashed like that in between the layers. And it's just about applying enough pressure mm -hmm. and then putting, putting it through like a, like a heat system, like steaming. And that's what it's going to create, the print. Um, you you do need to prepare the fabric mm. beforehand, otherwise the print is going to wash away. <laughs> yes, so that's that's the big secret, isn't it? That you share in your workshop is how to how to get them to that um, print to yep. stick or adhere or transfer onto onto the fabric. And I'm curious with with the dried, say for example, the dried oak leaves, do you need to do anything to activate them or through the process that you teach in the workshop, uh, you can just use the dried leaves, you don't have to no, do anything special that's to that's a them. really good question. So when you get into eco printing, like, okay, the big word is experimenting. And the second big word, well, the second two big <laughs> words are um, open-minded. So I typically, like in my workshops, mm. I would say, have a little pot of water and if you're dealing with dry leaves or flowers just immerse it in that pot of water just for like 30 seconds or so just to rehydrate it now you really i mean mm -hmm. you can do that but at the same time because the the fabric that you will be printing should be wet you know that 
that leaf, if it is dry, it will get wet when you put the two layers, when you sandwich it in between the two mm -hmm. layers of fabric, right? So it is really up to you and experimenting. Mm -hmm. Whatever you do will give you a slightly different result. So the good thing, I guess, about this mm -hmm. is that there's no right or wrong. Um, it will give you different prints. So when, yeah, when I'm teaching beginners, I say just hydrate it enough just to activate that, um, that moisture and help it through that. Because mm -hmm. when you're in eco printing, the extraction of that dye inside either the leaf or the flower will happen within that steaming process. So you pretty much have like 60 minutes for that color to you know, go into the actual fabric um, yes. as long as you prepare mm -hmm. the fabric correctly, right? So it, it is sometimes nice that you get less, less dye in that print. It will give you like a, but it's, it's case by case. So to answer your question, you can do both. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and and I, I guess, like you say, having an, an open mind and probably yeah. documenting the process so that if you use dried leaves, yeah. make a note of that so that you know that that's, that's the kind of result yeah. you're going to get. Or if you use fresh leaves, yeah. make a note of that, that so that you know. That is a must. So all, yeah. all, all I keep telling my students, and um, in my courses, you always get a data sheet like this. And you do need to record it because there's no way you're going to remember it. Even the subtleties that you might change between making one bundle and the other, like, you know, you might say this one I steamed it for 45 mm -hmm. minutes and this exact one I steamed for 60 and it will give you a different print. So if you want to, because I've got a lot of fashion design mm -hmm. students, they need to produce, you know, like a few of whatever they do. So if you want to replicate with certain consistency, you really, really need to document and yeah, um, yeah have like a like, like a folder of all your resources, you know, all your documented resources. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense because it's it's very fun to do one ofs, but if you want to kind of have that consistency through a, a garment range or yeah. something, then yes, you need to make sure you document it. Also, so other people, not only yourself, yeah. can replicate well, yeah. it. You know, like there's nothing worse than coming up with this great way of working and then five months down the track going, how was it that I did this Well, that's kind of the responsibility so. that I share with my students because this, I only, like I always only share in my social handles or my blog or, you know, my news, weekly newsletter with my students. I only, only share things that I have replicated many times and I know that they last and they've been tested in the New Zealand. So mm -hmm. Otherwise, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Like there's no point. You can go to a YouTube video. Do you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. no point. Um, you, yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. And I going back to what you were saying earlier about being, um, you know, an immigrant to New Zealand, um, do you find, and just your, because I'm imagining it's the similar thing to me, like I'm still learning what different plants are over in Canada and how they work and what they are and, you know, just that whole process. It's very different to growing up in a country where you almost naturally assimilate some of that knowledge. Do you, have you found that you're working with some of the native plants to New Zealand that you're getting some really interesting results or um, does that make you feel yeah, more connected to the country? I, I Yeah, and... Um... I have worked with master weavers that are, you know, 
originally from New Zealand and they told me the whole protocol of, you know, how to dye and extract the dye from native uh, bush here in New Zealand. Um, so that, that, that has mm -hmm. been an amazing yes. practice altogether. Um, the other thing is that New Zealand is very, is very green and I grew up in Buenos Aires, which is a little bit of a concrete jungle. So I never grew up. Yeah, I never really grew up. So eco-printing came to me and natural dyeing came to me as part of my migration journey. It didn't come to me before that. Um, yes. Oh, so that's come, yeah. it's been like a discovery of life, I guess. Um, and that's why, so I enjoyed and love it so much because it's like a progression, you know, and it has to do with my surroundings. And, yeah. and you know, being a teacher online, it's, it's really pushed me because now I have to use plants that are worldwide available because I've got students from everywhere in the world and I had to get creative as to how to, mm. you know, I talk a lot with, via email with my students and they would say, I am in Maine and it would be snowing for the next five months. What can I do? So I've had to come up with ideas, you know, <laughs> otherwise. Um, so that's been quite interesting to see what's available where and in different seasons of the year. Mm, yeah, well, that's very true because, um, like you say, that if you're t teaching people on opposite sides mm, of the, yeah. the world, then different seasons, different plants, uh, and all that kind of stuff. I know um, one of the things that grows abundantly in Australia, uh, the eucalypts, yes. which are fabulous for doing a lot of the, the prints. And I tell you what, I always want to smuggle some out in out of the country whenever I leave. So which one? So um, you mean? So it's the it's the long eucalyptus, right? The most common one, which it, I can't remember the the Latin word or the silver dollar one, because yeah. I love the silver dollar. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. Yeah, but yeah, in, yeah. Both, both yeah, in Australia lovely. you get more red colors. We don't get the red colors that you guys get in Australia. We get the I've got the, see, okay, so this is the original color that we get in New Zealand from the silver dollar. So this is without, this is just a straight is print, true? right? Without any kind of enhancement or anything. Mm -hmm. And with a little bit of just dipping it in iron, we get a little bit better, but it's still like an ochre color. It's only when you start mixing mm -hmm. it with um, yeah. here. It's only when you start making some more funky techniques that you get the. But oh my god, it's just such an amazing. And the other yeah. one that I'm in love with is birch. Um, the little birch leaves. Do you guys get birch leaves in Canada? Oh yes, yeah, we do. Yeah, I've never oh thought of god. working with birch leaves. What what oh kind gosh. of patterns do you get? Um, oh here, here. Oh, <laughs> actually, I used it here. Here, Kate, I used it in the workshop. So these are this this is this is a birch these are all birch leaves. So in the workshop I'm using birch leaves actually for this sauce. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah. Oh I'm gonna have to go yeah. around and collect them. Yeah. They're the, beautiful the and they will give you yeah. they will give you results like straight away and, and, and then if you do like more funky techniques, the, the the inner texture of the leaf will show oh it's just beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, how much fun! Oh, my goodness, it's getting me all excited to to play once the yeah. the leaves start yeah, opening well, and, up over and here. Yeah, well, remember <laughs> to keep them, you know, for your winter months. In. Because, like, you can like yeah, now that we're yeah. heading into New into the winter here, 
uh, because we're not using any toxic materials you can't steam it in your in your kitchen you know what i mean like it's not something you need open air to do we're not um, yeah mm. Yeah, you do. I, I've heard anyway that you need to exercise a little bit of um, caution with some plants, even though they're all natural. It doesn't always mean they're always that not all um, plants friendly are, for yeah, us. Not all plants are good. And that's, um, yeah. So you need yeah. to always um, either, you know, talk to an expert or I always tell my students, just Google, um, you know, toxicity in this plant or this particular leaf or flower before you do anything. And, but I don't teach it, I, like, mm. the, the thing about, I guess the thing about passing knowledge is about passing a fundamental, very basic way of working. And, and, and that implies using certain plants. So I don't really move around, like I don't really want a teacher passing the message that because it's natural dying, everything goes, because there's lots of natural things that will poison you. Do you know mm. what I mean? So like you say, it's about, mm. um, it's not even using common sense because it's not about, it's just being aware that the fact that it's natural doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Exactly. So we, are, we are working <laughs> with a particular technique and then you need to follow certain processes and procedures and using the correct plants is one of them. Right. Um, and, and some people might yeah. have allergies um, as well. And I love what, that's true. That's very true. And I do like what you say. You're teaching the process. So like you say, for example, if you're working with a plant that you're not that familiar with, go and Google it because Google will tell you the answers. So you're kind of saying you can get a plant, do these special preparations to the fabric to work the magic, but also just double check. So you're kind of like setting people up on how to get started, what to do and and how to do it, do the research if necessary, but then you can apply that to any any of the yeah. plants around yeah, you well, and all that and kind of thing And that's the thing, too. like I want my students to go off and do amazing things. So I just want them to give them the knowledge for them to get creative. So then, you know, they become the creative mama. Um, so that everything I teach is yeah. based on yeah. helping them be creative. <laughs> Yeah. because it is it's an organic practice yeah. you know and like you know like with, with, with what you do it's like you you teach the fundamentals but then it's about the person doing it and the love that you put in it and the process and the time right it just takes a life of its own yes absolutely everybody yeah. has their own approach and techniques and questions of asking what if and that, that whole exploration of what happens if you do this or you do that. We've um, got a wonderful comment coming in from the Ugly Sketchbook saying, hopefully the birches will wake up in Sweden before the 15th. So I think they're super looking forward that's to your workshop. Cool. That's really cool. That's really cool. <laughs> it is. And, and um, if if those birch haven't waken, woken up before then, they'll have to take copious oh, notes oh, but, so that, um, um, you can yeah, do that, that when your birch tree lady. So you can replace the birch leaf. So when you watch the, and I think that we, I think that we are including um, a free resource, I think, if not, we will, of the different, because I have like a list of other 30 leaves and flowers that you can use. So there yes. will be something there that you can totally use. In, it doesn't have to be birch. In, as long as you use one of the ones that we tell you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually. 
actually. So when Victoria's workshop goes live, there will be a document that goes with the, the workshop and you can download that and that will have all of the all of the amazing plants that are probably within reason at people's fingertips to start dabbling yeah, and playing and, you know, and that kind of thing. You have flower shops, so you can always get a bunch of roses and rose leaves will do the job. Um, you know, like the silver dollar cake that you're talking about. I've noticed all the shops, all the florists have it here. What about in Canada? Do they, because they're beautiful for ornaments. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you same. can just go to a flower shop yeah. and say, hey, can you yeah. buy a bunch of um, silver dollar um, leaves? You know, like they will come in a bunch. And then one little bunch mm. will just last mm. you for maybe two months of printing because there are a, a lot of leaves in a few like little bunches, you know? Yes. So there's always ways. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, <laughs> there, there is. It's kind of just sometimes it's thinking and thinking outside the box. And I mean, the other wonderful thing too is depending on what season and, and um, where we're at in the world, there's also... Um, things that we can use in our kitchen as well that do give you similar results. And even some weeds give us similar results too. So it's it's just kind of looking with yeah. new perspectives. Yeah, 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 exactly. So you can print with, um, you can print with onion skins. I've got examples here somewhere. Um, let me show you. You can print, I mean, onion skins will give you beautiful results. Um, where is it here? I want to show you. <laughs> I know so many things to look I'm at. in the middle of um, filming a session. Oh, okay, so this is okay. I've got it here. So these are so these are two types of eucalyptus, and that's a print from onion skins. So as you can see, the onion skins have printed as beautiful as the as the actual leaves and this is on silk oh, okay mm. and this is a piece of yeah that oh that's this on, one silk? Is on silk that's on silk and then this mm -hmm. one okay that's pure cotton this is an old sheet so see i was creating little fun, funky little patterns that is uh, uh, yeah that's onion look how so that's onion onion skin that i cut into little pieces and then i print it yes and this is, I use the That's onion fabulous. skins to frame the flower. This is a marigold and these are onions. Yeah. So they're quite, they're, because it's an amazing Lovely. natural dye onion. So if you can just manipulate those little, you know, skins to your advantage, then you can create all sorts of things. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. So it's, it's just kind of like um, looking at things through a different lens or a different set of eyes and realizing that onion skins yeah. no longer need yeah. to go in the compost. You can recreate exactly. them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, which, is, which is super cool. And I love, um, Victoria, how you're also taking the, the natural dye and you're using that for upcycling. And I understand that that's something that you're contributing for part of the All Access Pass. Oh, Would yes, you like to tell yes. us a bit more about so, that? So I, um, I don't have the actual finished item here. I think it's up in my wardrobe. <laughs> I, um, I'm showing you how to, oh yes, and we're using onion skins for that dress. So it's like a, like a yeah, so it's, um, it's a very old cotton shirt blousey thing. 
that I got when I was breastfeeding with my third child. And 10 years later, I thought, oh, that needs a little bit, you know, what do we do? We just, go, you know, break it down and use it for embroidery or what? And I thought, oh no, I'll just give it a go. So I printed it using pansy flowers and onion skin. And it's quite mm. interesting workshop because it's got, um, it's got tacking all, all at the top here. So it's, it, it, it used mm -hmm. to be a beautiful mm -hmm. white cotton blouse. Now it's a beautiful printed blouse. Um, so it's all upcycled using onion skins and pansies, but you can just do it just with onion skins. And it just shows you how easy really it is. In one hour, you can totally um, transform an old item. I didn't want to part with that because it was quite, I was emotionally attached to that, you know, shirt. Um, yeah, so you okay. will, yeah, you will get yeah, this step-by-step. Yeah. Step. It's a video training as well. You will get the step-by-step video training. And um, yes, hopefully you'll love it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, I just love that you're opening our eyes to changing what we, you know, sometimes we see the, the white shirts or the white clothes in our closets and we're like, they're not very white anymore or you know you accidentally get like a little pasta sauce stain on your top and you don't want to wear it so I really love how you're encouraging us to look at these um, items not as things that um, to be discarded but to give them a second life yeah. through making them beautiful through uh, an environmentally yeah, yeah, friendly yeah, process. It's, it's, it's so rewarding, Kate. It truly is. It is really, really rewarding. My mum, who is in Argentina, she's visiting next week, and she's bringing this beautiful silk blouse, which is a light blue sky color. And she wore it, and it's it's got like you know sweat stains here that she cannot, for the love, that she cannot get rid of. And it was a very expensive blouse. We bought it together. And I said, no, 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 don't just bring it. So I'm planning of using little birch leaves. I'm just creating, I just, it's in my mind, I'm just going to create patterns coming from the mm -hmm. underarms like that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to end up being, so you can really get designing with how you place, you know, those items and really upcycle in a manner that mm -hmm. is totally transformative. So I'm excited for that one. I'll have to share it with you once, once I, once yeah, I do totally. it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's about to say, please do, because I'm totally intrigued to see yeah, your yeah. head a before yeah, yeah. and an after photo yeah, yeah, so yeah. that we can see the, the process. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, I know it is. It's so much fun, especially when you've had a chance to think about it and plan it and figure out what you're going to do. So it's, it's then just a matter of getting all the yeah. magic pieces to come together. So, yeah, yeah that's exciting. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, it has been such a pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you so much for joining us and being part of the Making Zen online retreat. Is there anything you'd like to share with our viewers before we um, sign off and see you when your workshop yeah, becomes available? Yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me. I went on the, I actually went on the All Access Pass that you very, you know, nicely gave me. It looks amazing. I'm so excited. So, you know, I mentioned my mum is coming. So my mum and I will definitely be, you know, crafting along those workshops. It's, it's yeah, it's very well done, Kate. Thank you. And, um, no, the only thing is that if you, oh, if you have a look at my workshop and you have any questions, just please email me, send me a DM, messenger, or whatever, and I'll be definitely, I, I quit my 
you know, lecturing position two years ago, and I, I just replaced it with my online teaching because I just love teaching and talking to my students. So any doubts, please don't hesitate to contact me. I'll be, I'll be delighted. Oh, fabulous. Well, I'm excited to, to hear that because I, I wanted to wrap up because I thought, oh, you might have other commitments, and I'm sure you do, but just not going off to work commitments this no, morning. So I that's that's fabulous. Now, that's okay. wonderful it's, to it's hear. It's been amazing. That's what, what the one good thing about the pandemic, that um, I, it was so exhausting for me to teach university students online. I just, I just thought, oh, you know, no. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it long enough, and now I just want to, you know, teach crafty, nice ladies. And oh my god, I'm just having so much fun. It's been yeah. great. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. I I think the online craft world is yeah. just lovely. Everybody that's part of it is so beautiful and so caring and sharing. It's a it's a wonderful place to be, isn't it? It's amazing yeah. we can yeah. connect yeah. this yeah. way. And, yeah. I love the work you're doing. I love your message. I love this love stitching. I love the mending. I just love all that. So yeah, I'm just delighted to be here. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. I, I and and likewise, I love what you do. And I just think um, so many people are going to walk away after the making Zen retreat, and they're going to upcycle things that are in their wardrobe. They're going to look at what's in their kitchen in a totally different way and the outside environment too. So um, I'm super excited to see what everybody creates from you very generously sharing your knowledge. Yeah, yeah, me too. I can't wait. Are you going to have like a, like a dashboard <laughs> of like students, like results and which and little things that they've done? It'll be really interesting to see. Yeah. Yes. Really yes, hopefully. So we're there. Um, people can either share on Instagram and use the hashtag making Zen or making Zen may 23 to make it specific for this year and there's also a facebook page as well uh, making zen and there's a lot of what it's a wonderful community in there as well so yeah i recommend popping in and, yeah, and seeing what do everybody's that. doing and um getting getting inspiration yeah. and sharing yeah, inspiration. Absolutely. I'll, I'll make sure to do that yeah. yeah well much love thank you so much for your time today it's been lovely to connect um and i think everybody's waiting for their birch leaves <laughs> to burst out into um, bloom or bud. <laughs> and um, well, uh, we'll, we'll keep the uh, conversation you, going Thanks. online. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thank you so much, Bye. everybody. Bye-bye.